Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to your favorite daily YouTube show. This is Gabe DeArmond. Uh, this is Friday. That means it is Choosing Wisely presented by MasterTech, where me and a guest give you guys uh, foolproof gambling advice and advise you to go out and uh, spend next month's mortgage with your local gaming establishment on college football games. If you do that and you lose, don't call us. It wasn't our fault. That was your fault. So uh, real quick, before we get to this week, this week's guest and pick some games, do want to remind you that this show every week is brought to you by MasterTech here in mid-Missouri. There you see the phone number 573-777-7777. Uh, all throughout October, they were donating uh, part of their proceeds on calls and new HVAC systems to the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. There are only a couple days left in October. You probably can't get an appointment with them if you haven't done it yet. So in the month of November, MasterTech will give thirty a $30 credit to anyone who arranges for a free visit for their HVAC comfort advisor and gets a quote on a new heating and cooling system. That credit good for any future service call on plumbing, heating, or cooling. Also, the entire month of November, they will be donating $10 of every HVAC service call and $100 of every heating and cooling system to the Food Bank of Central and Northeast Missouri. So you guys can get a new heater, get a new air conditioner, and uh, help out a good cause at the same time, all right, every week I go up against someone in this uh, in this little contest. I'm winning for the year, so we turn to the pride of Kearney, Missouri to try to catch up for our guest pickers this week. Brock Christopher, former Mizzou linebacker, joining us from, uh, I don't know, somewhere out in California. What's up, Brock? How you doing, man? Not too much. How are you? Not bad. So uh, every time we have former players on, we had Denario on last week, we just kind of want to Going to give Mizzou fans a chance to catch up with you. What are you doing now? I mean, I know what you're doing now, but they probably don't. So what, tell everybody what's going on. Yeah, so we uh, actually are hunkered down out here in Los Angeles. Uh, my wife's getting her PhD in, in autism, so we moved out here. I guess it was a couple of years ago. Uh, moved out for about six months. The pandemic hit, and then we actually lived in Missouri for most of last year and then moved back out here just a couple of months ago. So. Uh, we are trying to hold down Los Angeles, which is a little bit of a different speed than than Columbia, which is where we lived for ten years. So, uh, trying to soak all the good food in and everything. Yeah, that's what you do when you when you live in uh, either Kearney or Columbia your whole life. Then you just say, "Screw, we're going to L.A." But like, it's just good life advice. Marry somebody that's going to get a PhD, man. Uh, that that's what everybody should do. Yeah, just trying to hold the fort down, working now, and then yeah. waiting for her to get out of school. So, um, you know, I can just sit back on a couch and hopefully not do a whole of a hell lot. Yeah, perfect, man. So I know, uh, I know, based on text messages, you still keep an eye on Missouri and and follow the games and stuff. So uh, pretty pretty regular regular viewing. You get a tough time getting them out there in LA at all, or can you see most games? Yeah. Um... The good thing with Mizzou is they're either on national TV or the SEC network. So I don't think in a couple of years I've not missed any of their games. Um, it, it is a little bit different with you wake up at nine on a Saturday morning and start watching college football out here, which is right. kind of a blessing. And sometimes it's not. But, um, yeah, I don't miss many Mizzou games. Um, obviously, I'm a big Chiefs fan, big Royals fan. I don't obviously get the Royals games. I haven't missed right. a Chiefs game since we've been out here. Most of those are on TV. I've only had to go to a – an establishment once so far to <laughs> to take in the game, but um, that's worked out well so far, which was a big concern of mine getting out here was making yeah. sure I was going to be able to get all the games. So what everybody who's going to watch or listen to this really wants to know is like, 
Are you still in good enough shape to play linebacker? Because Missouri needs some pretty badly, man. I'll be honest with you. It's going to take me a couple of months to get even close to that point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I try to do some. I try jogging and and whatnot, but you know, luckily I got out of out of Mizzou without any major surgeries or out any thir- surgeries at all. But yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody probably needs to see me back in pads. That would, that would not be good. So even this defense, you can't help out then, huh? It's been, it's been tough to watch. Um, yeah. It, it, like seriously, as a former defensive player, when you watch, watch what's happening, I mean, what, what goes through your head? Is it a, a this a, I've said all year, this can't just be talent, man. Like, I know they might not have the greatest roster, but it's better than this. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a bunch of group texts with some of the guys I played with and everything, and it's, you know, like you, in my mind anyway, you try to stay positive with, with obviously playing there and being a Mizzou guy and all that. Um, I'm not a, a big schematics guy. I'm not the guy that sits there and watches and can break down a film or anything like that, but it's, it's you know, with just the run defense is, yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I wouldn't be able to pinpoint it, but it's, Seems like there should be some improvement, hopefully, to moving towards the end of the year on. Yeah, especially playing Vanderbilt. Uh, I mean, uh, it's that's that's a game they got to win. So we'll get to that one. Uh, we always save the Mizzou game for last. So the way this works, I just pick nine random games. I uh, I sent them to you earlier this week, but I'll kind of pop them up on the screen one by one. And we I always let you pick first. We pick against the spread, and we'll just see how it goes. As I said at the beginning of the show, we highly encourage everyone to take our advice straight to wherever you place bets. Uh, I mean, this is what we're doing. Um, in all seriousness, please don't gamble. If you do, it's not our fault. So uh, first game up, man, Michigan favored by four and a half at, I think the surprise team in college football this year, Michigan State. Uh, but Michigan State getting four and a half at home. What do you think? Full disclosure, I don't watch a whole lot of college football okay. outside of Mizzou. Perfect. Um, that being said, I don't. Michigan, I feel like it's one of these teams that every year like shows up in the top ten or fifteen mm-hmm. as far as rankings, and it, Harbaugh's never really seen to get it, to get it going. I mean, I would take if I was putting money on, I think I would take Michigan State to cover on it. And again, I've not watched either team play, but just seeing some of the highlights and everything, that's kind of where I would go with it. Yeah, I think Michigan might actually be good this year, but Michigan State is—I mean, they had they had a dude have they had a game with a two hundred yard rusher and a two hundred yard receiver a couple weeks ago. I think they're legit, maybe the biggest threat to Ohio State. So I'm with you on that one. I'm going Michigan State. This one, next up, two teams that were good when you grew up watching college football and and no longer seem to be any good. Florida State plus 10 at Clemson. Where do you go? So it's funny with Florida State. So growing up, I was actually – I had the, the Florida State starter jacket um awesome. a, awesome. peter Wark was like my favorite player i have no idea how it became a florida state fan obviously probably just because they were good in the 90s um and i don't i don't clemson i don't know if they've just lost a lot of talent or i mean Dabo, i think can obviously coach but i you said what was it again you said florida state was 10 florida state favorites. is getting 10 clemson's favored by 10 i mean i i probably would take clemson to cover that okay okay i don't actually believe that Clemson is capable of scoring 10 points. Like, I think it would have to be nine to like negative three in this game. So I I know Florida state is awful, but I'm still going Florida state just because the little I've seen of Clemson is, it is hideous to watch on offense, man. They, they can't do anything. Their their quarterback was, 
preseason Heisman talk, right? Yeah, just because he was the quarterback at Clemson, I think everybody – I mean, yeah. he was like the number one prospect in the country a couple of years ago, but uh, they pulled him last week. So, I, I have no I idea who that. their backup is. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going Florida State, who is also not any good. But, uh, you know, whatever. So, all right, next up, you'll I, – I think you'll enjoy picking this one, and I'm pretty sure I know which direction you're going to go. Oklahoma State at home is a thirty and a half point favorite against Kansas. I know you're, I know you're a big Jayhawk guy. I know you try to catch all their games. So, yeah. it's funny. I actually did watch most of that game last weekend. Yeah, um, that KU Oklahoma game. I main reason for it was my brother had had some money on the game, okay. so I was I was kind of partial for that reason. But um, I had I mean, people I'll take Oklahoma State to cover. I, I'm never gonna. I'm never going to go the Kansas route. I mean, they, they, I was shocked last week. I think Oklahoma, I don't, didn't have breakfast. I don't know what the hell the deal was, but that was, that was pretty miserable. Yeah. I had people get mad at me last week because, uh, I said like at some point in that KU Oklahoma game, I started to actually want KU to win the game because Oklahoma doesn't deserve to be in the playoff or anything like that and they got mad at me for saying I wanted KU to win but I don't know what to tell you they're not going to win this week I feel like they they shot everything they had last week I'm with you Oklahoma State like they don't have a really good offense but I still think they cover um yeah I I would take them on that yeah I'm kind of in the same boat with you I mean it's I I despise Oklahoma yeah (laughs) yeah and and I obviously Kansas so that it's a it's an interesting game being able to watch both of them play but um, I mean, I don't 100% disagree with you. I would like to see Oklahoma get absolutely knocked off by a crap dog, but either either way, <laughs> I like that's a that's a gambling term, by the way. Crap dog is something I'm going to start <laughs> using. Um, so, I, speaking of teams you hate, uh, th- this one will be fun. I, I believe you qualify as our first guest to ever be able to claim you had an interception against Nebraska. So, uh, Nebraska is actually favored by seven and a half points against Purdue. So. Uh, I, this is another one, man. I know, I know that you're not a huge Nebraska guy. So, uh, you picking with your head or your heart here? Is the game at? Is it in Lincoln? It is in Lincoln, uh, Nebraska, favored by seven and a half. And what happened? What two weeks ago? Purdue knocked off what was it? A high Iowa, beat? Iowa beat Iowa. Yeah. Iowa, that's right. And then they lost last week. Yeah, to somebody I don't even know who. I'll, I'll take Purdue to cover on that one. It, mm-hmm. Nebraska was always an interesting place to play. Just it's. The first time I got there, like everyone's real nice, right? It, like, until you until like, you start bizarre. winning, yeah, right, <laughs> right. And the first time we got up there, obviously we hadn't won in a while, so it was you know wishing you good luck and all this stuff. I'm like this is this is insane. But I don't, yeah, yeah. Ku Nebraska Oklahoma, I'm, I'm I don't have much love for. What was your freshman year? Was it 04? My freshman year was 05. 05, Okay, so. So you would have played at Nebraska in 06, and uh, I can't remember if, if you guys won that game or not, but then 08 was the one where you hung like 51 on them, right? Yeah, the 08 was the one we beat the brakes off of them. Um, and then, yeah, my sophomore year, we went up there and lost. It was relatively close, and I want to say 05. I think that's when we beat them 41-24, and Brad, Brad went off again on them. Um, I know – that might make sense. Yeah, I know. I know you beat them in '03 and '07, and probably beat them in '05. So hey, you had a winning record against uh, against Nebraska. So that's yeah. That's because I know bad. we beat them at home. I think in '07. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a crazy game. 
Um, okay, so yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I hate to agree. Like, I try to find places to disagree, but I can't pick Nebraska. They're, they just I, – I don't think Purdue's really any good either. Truthfully, nobody's going to watch this game outside of Lincoln. No, Nobody cares, <laughs> right? But, but well, we, How much more time does Frost have? Um, I think he'll get another year because, like, they've actually played okay this year. They've lost a bunch of close games. I think he'll get one more yeah. year, but, like, it's hard to fire your own guy, man. You know, right. like especially him. Exactly. Especially him. He's like they Nebraska keeps thinking eventually they're gonna get back to nineteen ninety five. And uh <laughs> I, I don't know. Time doesn't really work that way, man. It's it, it, it ain't going backwards. So all right, now we got some SEC games, which uh some of them are, are decent. I'm not this is kind of interesting. Kentucky is a one and a half point favorite. At Mississippi State, uh, most people are probably just most interested in what Mike Leach's Halloween candy uh, picks are this week. But uh, I like if Kentucky wins this game, they, they're probably going eleven and one. Man, that's in in football. That's nuts. I would, I would probably take Kentucky on this one. I mean, it's obviously kind of a pick 'em, but I yeah. is the game. The game's in game is in Starkville, Lexington, Starkville. Starkville. Mm. Yeah. I just I don't know I don't think I even watched the Kentucky game I think I was doing something when they played Mizzou. Um, <laughs> okay. No idea about Mississippi State. I, yeah. With the game being in Starkville. With the game being in Starkville, I'd probably take Mississippi State then. Just, okay, just so we're gonna that. we're gonna switch back back to the Pirate yeah, for I you. Just, I I think I don't know, man. I just think this Kentucky team is good. I I think they're gonna go eleven and one and play in the Sugar Bowl and nobody's gonna know what the hell to do with that um (laughs) but but i think it's gonna happen so all right we're going back to the big 10 for a minute this is the game that was like supposed to be the best game of the week and now it's it's not all that good ohio state favored by 18 and a half at home against penn state so this one stuck out to me when you sent the the list over me i i think penn state's a good team they're not a great team i I don't think like everyone thought but i don't I think they cover that. I don't see, I don't see that game being a blowout. And again, I don't, I haven't watched a ton of them, but yeah, just based on preseason stuff and where they were at, I mean, they've got to have good players and all that. So I don't, I don't see them getting blown out. I know their quarterbacks a little bit hurt. They they lost to uh, I I said that they lost to Illinois twenty to eighteen and nine overtimes last week. If you can only score eighteen points That's in right. a nine overtime game, I think you shouldn't be allowed to play the next week. You should just automatically forfeit. Um, but I'm going Ohio State because they've got they've got the best offense in the country and like I think James Franklin is just low key searching for other jobs. He hired a he hired Jimmy Sexton to be his agent a couple weeks ago. I think he's going to yeah. end up at maybe at USC next year. So I'm going Ohio State. Uh, plus, also we got to disagree on a couple here so we can change things up. Um, all right, now one of my favorite teams to watch this year has been Ole Miss. Uh, Lane Kiffin, they are a two and a half point underdog at Auburn, which is a team I hate to watch, but they just kind of keep winning. So Auburn by two and a half. I would take Ole Miss to win that game. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I actually, they, I agree with you on that. They were they came out of the gates slow last what last weekend, and then ended up throwing up a bunch of points. I mean they're reminiscent of a, of a 2020 chiefs offense, but. And they actually have somewhat of a defense. Um, it's not great, yeah. but it's decent. And yeah, Matt Corral, like 
I think he can win. He can go a long way toward maybe winning a Heisman this week. Because uh, I don't know, Auburn keeps winning, but I don't really think Auburn's all that good. Um, but here, speaking of this team, actually is pretty good in the SEC. Georgia's the best team in the country. They're favored by 14 against Florida in the uh, in the cocktail party. Uh, so I don't know. You think you think Dan Mullen's got anything to stay within two touchdowns? I would take. I would take the Bulldogs to cover that. I think yeah. They basically threw out an NFL defense. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Did I read yesterday they have a defensive tackle that's in the Heisman talk? I, yeah, he's getting some buzz. He is a 350-pound defensive tackle. His name's Jordan Davis. He's uh, like he's double-teamed on every play, and it doesn't matter. It, it probably helps that, you know, he's got like six All-Americans around him, but mm-hmm. – They've given up like hardly any points. Florida is a mess. I actually did uh, earlier this morning. I had to do this thing for a Georgia magazine and to preview the Mizzou game next week. And they said, "What it? What does Missouri need to do to beat Georgia?" And I said, "Pray." Like I don't, I don't really know what else there is. I mean, I, I don't know how anybody scores more than like ten points on Georgia. They're they're ridiculous. Right. So. I think they win the national title this year, probably. Uh, I know that's not really a hot take, but uh, but that's that's where I'm going. All right, now now we get to the one everybody wants to know. This is when we find out like how much how much you you just kind of go with your heart and how much analysis you really want to do on it. Spend a little more time on this. Mizzou favored by 16 at Vanderbilt. I mean, I think Vanderbilt's really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't – Mizzou coming off of a bye, I, I'll take Mizzou to cover on it. Okay. I don't, know how, I don't know how much money I would throw on it, if any, but – I I want to throw this – I mean, they got to get going offensively. At, yeah. You know. I, I want to throw this stat at you real quick. Um, do you know what Mizzou's record is against the spread this year? I have no clue. Okay. There are two teams in the country that are 0-7 against the spread. It is Missouri and Clemson. <laughs> Missouri has not yet covered, whether a favorite or an underdog, they have not covered this season. So, I like, I think Missouri wins. I think you're right. But you could have made a lot of money um, this year on simply just by betting against – betting on whoever is playing Mizzou or uh, – or Clemson. So I'm going Vanderbilt in this one. Like I think Mizzou wins and I think they win pretty easy, but I think Vanderbilt covers because I don't know. They say good teams win and great teams cover. I don't know what they say about teams that never cover, <laughs> but whatever it is, man, that's where Mizzou's at. Well, you get, I mean, cause it's not like they're going into a raucous atmosphere down there. I mean, I don't know how many people would uh, show I, up at that type of a game. I think 12, is the over under? Yeah, you can get four dollar really? ticket. You, twelve thousand people. No, I'm saying twelve, just twelve. There's a dozen people at the game. <laughs> There's a. You can actually get tickets online for four dollars. People that show up will just stumble off the streets of Nashville downtown, yeah, exactly. not even knowing they're there. Yeah. You walk from the yeah. tin roof and go, "Hey, there's like twenty people over <laughs> yeah, there. What's going on? Right. Oh, football game. Cool. Let's go." So, yeah, um, but but even after my zero and seven stat, you're sticking with Mizzou. To cover, I'll I'll stick with them. I'll, okay. I'll stay with them. Like I said, I they got to get offensively going at some point here. Hopefully, maybe defensively they got things short up with a couple weeks off. Yeah, I don't know if they have anybody that's not healthy or not, but 
Yeah, I'd stick with that one. Yeah, there you go. So uh, just like watching from afar, man, I know you haven't really been back here probably and met him or anything, but what do you think of Drinkwitz and 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 just kind of as a as a guy who still follows the program and wants him to do well? Yeah, I mean, I, last year was great, right? I mean, they pretty much exceeded expectations. Um, and then I think, you know, this year has been a little bit of a disappointment. That type of stuff happens. It's only year two. I think you have to, I mean, recruiting wise is something I think you have to be really excited about. I mean, it, some of these kids he's getting number one out of East St. Louis, out of St. Louis, out of that area is big just for the state. And I think if he can get a pipeline like that going, and, and he had said the other day, I was listening to something, it may have been, it may have been 810. Um, I mean, they've not really been able to get into high schools right? since he started coaching. So I think the more he's able to do that and kind of get the pipe and continue the pipeline going, I think is important. But I think the thing that most be excited about is, is the recruiting now it's I always take that with a grain of salt because it's right. these kids have to come in and play I mean, and do it on the field first regardless of how many stars they have but obviously the more four and five stars you guys you can get in the more likelihood that they'll be able to turn out yeah I'll let you run here in a minute because I know you got got stuff to do but I want to ask you about that because we were talking about this on our on our site earlier this week people are you know, talking about whether the kids that are on the current team are excited about these recruits coming in and I said on, you tell me if I'm wrong. Like you're, you were on the team when they signed Blaine Gabbert and that whole class. So when you're on the team, do you even notice like, hey, this kid committed and and we're excited? Or honestly, like I, I know there were guys on the team when Sheldon finally was about to show up. They just got tired of answering questions about this guy, this five star recruit, and they're like, whatever, man. When he gets here, we'll, that's fine. But we got guys on this team. So like, what's a player's attitude towards recruits? Yeah, I, it's not. I mean, when we were there, we didn't have the social media and all the right. stuff that we do now and all the fanfare with it. So I think that's a little bit different. I mean, we didn't give a crap who was coming in. I mean, we heard it. Hey, this kid's supposed to be a stud, you know, whatever. And so you kind of acknowledge that, take them on their, their visits or whatever. But it was never like a – really, it was never a big deal. I mean, it was it's kind, of, it's kind of interesting. Like, we, you know, Macklin, I remember Macklin coming in. He was a big deal, obviously. Um and then you get guys like Spoon and Denario who really weren't. Right. And within a week, you're like, holy, <laughs> who are these guys? Yeah. And so it just kind of goes both ways. But I would say far and away, I mean, it wasn't really talked about. And, you know, just, you're an upperclassman. You you know, you should, you've been in the program for a couple of years in the weight room and all that. You should be able to handle your own. And then when kids came in and did play well, it was, it was, you know, obviously good for everyone right that's great once they're on campus well hey man i appreciate you uh getting going here in the morning i will uh we'll let you run and i will anxiously await some texts on monday night when the chiefs are down 14-3 to the giants about how the world's gonna end all right all right buddy have a good one that's brock christopher former mizzou linebacker joining us from la and uh appreciate brock taking the time uh and and working around his his schedule out there uh he is you know i I tell you guys all the time it's changed so much and part of it is hey i'm 45 years old now i'm not 29 like i was when when i was covering brock playing in college but a lot of these guys that from those teams from like 03 to about 10 or so still keep in touch with and and you got to know those guys so much better because there was so much more access and we were there literally every single day at practice and talking to these guys so it's kind of an interesting dynamic I mean the the kids who have played in the last seven eight years maybe great kids I don't know I just don't know them as well because um 
the media player relationship just isn't isn't what it was. But appreciate Brock uh, taking some time and, and picking some games with us and do want to once more throw up here. here we'll, we'll take a look at it. We disagreed on, on a few. Um, I've got Florida State. He's got Clemson. I've got Kentucky. He's going Mississippi State and the Pirate. I've got Ohio State. He's got Penn State. And he's got Mizzou. I think every guest we have has picked Mizzou to cover this year, and uh, that's because we have Mizzou guests. I'm I'm fully on the train of Mizzou wins but doesn't cover because, uh, look, that's been a safe bet this year, right? They're 0-7. So I'm 42-30 and 30 on the year. Our guests are a few games back. They are over 500, um, but I think they are – 38 and 34 maybe so I've got like a four game lead here with four or five weeks to go I gotta gotta protect my lead so I'm gonna need Florida State to come through I'm gonna need Kentucky to come through I won't say I need Vanderbilt to come through because that'll make you guys mad but um once again appreciate Brock taking some time appreciate Master Tech uh jumping on board and being a new sponsor with us this year and uh, sponsoring this pick show every single Friday. I want to remind you of the, the couple deals you can get from them before, uh, before you go. Offering a $30 credit to anybody who arranges a free visit from their HVAC Comfort Advisors and gets a quote on a new heating and cooling system. You don't have to buy the heating and cooling system. Set up the visit, have them come out, tell them, have them tell you what it would cost, and you're going to get a $30 credit good for any future service on plumbing, heating, or cooling. Throughout the entire month of November, with the help of their customers, MasterTech is going to be donating $10 of every service call and $100 of every heating and cooling system sold to the Food Bank of Central and Northeast Missouri. So look, guys, it's it's like 50 degrees. It's getting colder. You're going to have to start using the heat in your house. Hopefully you've checked if your furnace is working, if your HVAC system is going. Uh, if you haven't checked, have MasterTech come out and give it a look. If you have checked and you know you got something wrong, give them a call, 573-777-7777. And if you get a new HVAC system from them, $100 of that going to go to the Food Bank of Central and Northeast Missouri. That's good all throughout the entire month of November. So appreciate you guys joining us all week long. We got back in the swing of things after the bye week with the shows this week. Uh, Wrapping this one up, and then tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, actually, we'll start pregame at 12.30, kickoff at 2, postgame show afterwards. So make sure, if you are here, uh, subscribe to the channel, set your alerts for when we go live. If you are listening on the podcast, which we will post after this, uh, then please give us a review, leave a nice comment, share what we're doing, uh, let some more people know about it. So thanks for hanging out with us all week. We'll talk to you tomorrow.